Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast. In this podcast, you will hear a lot of different tips and techniques to help you with your overall productivity. If you are a fellow college student listening to this podcast, then we invite you to not only listen, but to take the information we give you and apply them to your life so that you can effectively manage your time well in school. Over the next semester, you will hear content that will be applicable to anyone who wants to improve their lifestyle, not governed by works and academics. We also believe that productivity is to be used for the glory of God and that His name will be glorified through whatever we do. If becoming productive is just a means to an end, then there will be no purpose and meaning in life. But in this podcast, we seek to approach productivity as a God-given gift so that believers can use them to not only benefit our lifestyle, but to benefit the lives of many others with this gift God has given us. In today's episode, we will talk about the negatives of sleep deprivation, the benefits of having a good night's rest, and the theology of sleep. So if you're up for the challenge, let's get productive. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Productive Life Podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about the topic of sleep, which I feel like needs to be taken more seriously. We live in a society where it tells us to be successful, and in most cases, it tells us that sleep is a distraction from that productivity. And especially if you're a college student or working full-time, Sleep can be a nuisance that is often neglected, something to be given up in exchange for those extra hours of studying or working. But what if I told you that sleep is more beneficial to us than what we make it out to be? Of course, there have been a ton of research done on the benefits of sleep, but I often question why people, and especially young adults these days, ignore the facts and are still sleep deprived. It has been reported that 57.8% of middle schoolers and 72.7% of high school students get less than the recommended amount of sleep for their age, which is at least seven hours. In basic terms, six out of 10 middle schoolers and seven out of 10 high schoolers don't get the proper amount of sleep that they need. And that's just in the U.S. To be honest, this statistic doesn't surprise me at all, but I am shocked by how high the number is. You might very well be one of those people who get significantly less than 7 hours of sleep every night. And hey, no judgment. But can I say that sleeping 7 hours or more is not a waste of time? In fact, Sleeping the correct number of hours is actually better than those extra hours of further studying or working. If your problem is procrastination, then that's another story, and we may or may not talk about that later. But if you need those extra hours to study for but if you need those extra hours to study for an exam, let's just say that you won't do well in that class in the long run. According to several different studies done by Harvard University, 
when we are sleep deprived, our focus, attention, and vigilance drift, making it more difficult to receive information. Without adequate sleep and rest, overworked neurons can no longer function to coordinate information properly, and we lose our ability to access previously learned information. This is huge when we're talking about learning. A key part of learning is connecting what you're currently learning to previous information you already know. So overworking those neurons reduces the likelihood of recalling the learned information and inputting new information. A lack of sleep further means that neurons do not fire optimally. Muscles are not rested and the body's organ systems are not synchronized. Lapses in focus from sleep deprivation can even result in accidents or injury. Low quality sleep and sleep deprivation also negatively impacts mood, which has consequences for learning. Alterations in mood affect our ability to acquire new information and subsequently to remember that information. I think that's definitely related both to everyone, especially here at Moody, with all of these morning classes where everyone's quiet and passively taking notes while the teacher is talking. In addition, our interpretation of events may be affected. We lose our ability to make sound decisions because we can no longer accurately assess the situation, plan accordingly, and choose the correct behavior. Judgment becomes impaired. Wow, that's a lot of negative results from sleep deprivation. And that's just affecting the brain and stuff that happens inside it. And I know these negative effects don't show right away when we're in college. For example, cramming into study the night before, you may actually do pretty well. And I'm sure a lot of you guys may have experienced that, which makes sense because in some ways, uh, that simple pieces of information are at the forefront of our minds. Sleep deprivation doesn't just affect the brain, no, no. It affects your body as well. For example, sleep deprivation does lead to cancer aggravation due to sleep's effects on the hormones, metabolism, and inflammation. Sleep regulates your immune system, so if you don't get enough sleep, inflammation can result. You won't usually notice excess inflammation right away, but chronic inflammation damages the body and increases the risk of many health conditions, including ulcers, dementia, heart disease, and more. Have we mentioned cancer aggravation yet? Lack of sleep has been associated with worsened blood pressure and heart functions. Sleep helps your mind and body relax and recover from your day. So when you are deprived of sleep, your body releases stress hormones, which can cause you to react in ways that aren't productive, sometimes making rash decisions out of sometimes making rash decisions or acting out of fear. What I also find interesting is that less sleep can actually reduce one's life expectancy. Matthew Walker, in his book Why We Sleep, Unlocking the Power of Sleep and Dreams, states that the shorter you sleep, the shorter your life. The leading causes of disease and death in developed nations 
diseases that are crippling healthcare systems, such as heart disease, obesity, dementia, diabetes, and cancer, all have recognized causal links to a lack of sleep. So yes, there are a lot of negative things associated. So yes, there are a lot of negative associations when it comes to a lack of sleep. I will be honest, reading these statistics scares me a little bit. But what does having a good night's I will be honest, reading these statistics scares me a little bit. But what does having a good night's rest and its benefits look like? It might sound weird now, but while sleeping, your body may be resting, but your brain is busy processing your day, making connections between events, sensory input, and feelings, leading to a consolidation and molding of memories. This isn't just simple definition memories, but experiential memories, life memories, memories that contain emotion, and so much more. And in addition to the benefits we've stated earlier, which were pretty much the opposite of all the negative effects of sleep deprivation, it can help us become overall more healthy. When we sleep, your immune system identifies harmful bacteria and viruses in your body and destroys them. Ongoing lack of sleep changes the way your immune cells work. They may not attack as quickly and you get sick more often. One super interesting statistic I found is that sleep can actually help someone intake fewer calories in a day. One study states that sleep patterns affect the hormones responsible for appetite. It's kind of like the feeling where you are hungry at night, but then you decide to sleep and then you wake up and suddenly you don't feel as hungry. And as always, there's a ton more research that I could not include because the list could go on and on. But in summary, I would say that having a good night's rest helps with overall productivity because of its benefits on the brain and bodily health. But rarely do I ever see sleep as a theology seen as something that is holy and created by God. And obviously, God has created sleep and has ordained it into our human life cycle. So is there a possibility where we can treat sleep as a God-given gift and use it as such? There's a very interesting article called The Spiritual Benefits of Peaceful Slumber by Zachary Graff, who got his MDiv at Greenville Presbyterian Theological Seminary, and he states that sleep is an instrument of general revelation in that God makes known to every man and woman their common need for God's protection every night. He also states that sleep provides a daily occasion of thanksgiving, even if a man has nothing else. To awake in the morning full of life and breath provides him with great cause for gratitude to God. Rising to a symphony of life in a home full of children or to the delicious smells of breakfast or to a house kept safe overnight should drive a man to his knees in thanksgiving to God for his unmerited favor. 
The main biblical passages he draws from are Psalm 3, 5 and Psalm 4, 8, where David states that while he rests, he can wake up thankful because the Lord sustains him and makes him dwell in safety. Similarly, in his book titled, And So to Bed, A Biblical View of Sleep, Adrian Reynolds states that the willingness to lie down and sleep is itself an expression of trust in the sovereign hands of God. Nothing is going to happen to me that he does not determine. Friends, this is so important for us as Christians to understand, and I feel like modern society has not helped us grasp this concept thanks to the pressures of living a successful life. What I see so many Christians lack when it comes to being more productive is less and less sleep, which speaks volume into how little we actually care about God sustaining our bodies while living here on earth. While it is important to get the hours of sleep we need in order to live productive lives while we are awake, the posture of sleeping and resting is a testament to God's sovereignty and grace to even allow us to exist. Merely neglecting sleep and viewing it as a nuisance is a failure to experience and enjoy one of God's perfect and holy gifts to us. We in this modern society have become so caught up in the doing things for God, or so we claim, but yet neglect our dependence on Him when we go to bed, anxious at heart about the next days to come in our lives. I am not talking about sleeping disorders, which is not a discussion at hand, and I know there will be certain situations beyond our control but I would encourage everyone listening to this episode to view rest and sleep as one of God's perfect and holy gifts to humanity. If you have time, go read Psalm 127, and I specifically would like the ESV version. It's not my job right now to exegete the passage at this moment, but I hope you will take the time to read the passage and reflect on how beneficial resting and sleep is. This episode has this episode had a ton more information than the last couple of episodes, and I hope I didn't bore you guys listening to all of the studies and statistics I shared today. But that is all the time we have for today, friends. A ton of research has been put in, but that's all the time we have for today, friends. And I hope these pieces of information may benefit you in the future. Until next time, friends, get out there and stay productive.